Alrighty, Mr. D-Roy. Early here recording the podcast for Death, Piles, and Taxes. How you doing there, Mr. Easy? Man, I'm, uh, I'm almost forgetting how we do this thing, Adam. It's been a little bit. We kind of took a little uh, hiatus there. I know we had some good recordings in the backups, and uh, we had the Oregon Coast trip, and then we had the COVIDs knock us out for a couple weeks, or, or myself and my family. So we're, we're back, back on track. Back on track, and uh, I don't, I don't know. It's it, like a bike, right? It, it, you, I've had COVID twice. You've had COVID. As far as playing new episodes, we've only had three weeks in over three years, and it's all been because of COVID. Dang that COVID, man! Dang, dang the COVID! I don't know. We might have to retool a little bit. What we're doing, but that's uh, that's an off-air discussion, probably. <laughs> So how's it going, man? How how goes the resale summer game dog days this summer, my friend? Slow, slow, slow. I mean, I have the whatnot, so you know, about once a week I get on whatnot, and it's it's been doing pretty fairly good. You know, I sell out whatever I'm selling on there, but eBay's starting to pick up a little bit. But I mean, it's nothing to write home about. I've had a few few good sales, but it's maybe one or two items a day, if, if that. So. Well, I know we got our, our loyal listeners, and every once in a while, you know, we, we continually get new people jumping on. If you're not familiar with Whatnot, it is a, it's a live auction. It's, it's a live auction of, of whatever items, a lot of cards, sports memorabilia, the Funko toys, and, and all those kind of things. And, and Derek got on the boat early. And, of course, like most things, if somebody else does it first, eBay will come on and say, we're going to do it better because they got a lot more money than anyone else. Um, have they started their live auctions yet, or is it still in like that beta phase? I think it's still in the beta phase. It's kind of a weird thing. I wish eBay would just do eBay. Uh, if you remember a few years ago, it seemed like they were trying to be Amazon. Yeah. And trying to you know copy that model and it didn't quite work for them. On this one, it seems like they're going to go after the whatnot, which is probably, I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but I mean, there's certain things eBay can fix and, and just do themselves. And I think... Uh, I don't know that a lot of people selling on whatnot are going to jump over to do it on eBay with all the hoops and regulations and returns and, you know, all that stuff you have to deal with that over on whatnot's not there. Um, if eBay would just fix eBay and just go after people that want to buy on eBay, I think it would be a lot better uh, use of time and management and money. But they didn't consult me on it. so. Well, and I know, you know, we're part of several different groups, and, and I think there's – well, I know that there's a lot of people in the same boat, like – they continually mess with this algorithm, and and yes, there is a little slowdown. We know that, you know, even though we we might say it, we might not say it publicly yet because it's uh, kind of one of those uh, taboo subject. But the economy is starting to slow down compared to what it was. So maybe some items that you know, if you're reselling items that aren't necess- that that are not necessities, you know, th- those sales might be be decreasing. But um, I don't know. eBay keeps tweaking it, and it doesn't seem like those tweakers are, are helping us out. Yeah, I mean, they, <clears throat> there's always a list of things that you can improve or wish they do different or whatever. But I, I as far as a reseller, wish eBay would just focus on getting the people there that want to purchase from eBay, making an easy transition. And for the sellers, you know, get your payment on time. That's one of the nice things about whatnot. You pay for it. It's done. You ship it out. It's it's a done deal. That's, that's not going to be the case with eBay, even if they start doing their own a version of what they're going to have to keep all the eBay standards and stuff. So you're going to still have your, you know, return window. You're going to have all that stuff that's going to kind of mess things up. And 
Um, maybe there'll be more people over there on eBay to go to live auction, but then you got to bet out who can do a live auction. Who can't. Who can't. It's going to be, I think it's going to be more of a mess than what they're thinking, or you're only going to have top people able to do it, and it's going to isolate some of the lower-tier sellers like ourselves, and that's not going to make anyone happy either. So I think if I was, you know, to sit down on a boardroom with eBay and say, just do what made eBay successful in the first place, you be eBay. Yeah. You know, you... You go ahead and you get these little niche things or these weird items or these one-off type things for for resellers. I mean, as far as uh, people that are selling new stuff, whatever, I mean, that's a whole different whole different ball ball game. But, uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, it seems like they were going to open their own warehouse. They want to compete with Amazon. They want to do all this, you know, Amazon-type stuff. And, and that didn't work, so then they go back to, well, we're just going to scale down and be back like eBay. Things start to pick up. It seemed like sales were getting better, and now it's... Whatnot's there, and I get that you want to kind of own your turf and uh, flex a little bit because you can. Yeah. But in the same thing, you, you can't, you don't want to replicate. I don't know. It, it seems like in business, as I've heard, there's there's three ways of going about it. You can be better than, you can be different than, or you can be the same as. If you're the same as, you're just a cheap ripoff. No one's going to take you seriously. Uh, you're probably not going to do good. If you're different than, you don't have to really necessarily compete with because you're showing different you know, uh, things that you can do, or you can go in different directions. So you're not really, you're competing, but not really, and uh, or you can be better than. And so, you know, we all know how that is. And sometimes people don't have enough money to come out of the gate and be better than. So whatnot was different then, and it's been successful for them. Amazon was different than what was there at the time, very successful for them. It seems like eBay was different then, but now they're trying to conform to be the same as, and it doesn't, doesn't always make the most sense to me, but overall, I can still put up stuff on eBay that sells for, a lot more than what I can get at whatnot, or you know, jump through the same hoops. Now Amazon's got plenty of hoops themselves, so you, it's it's still a place to land and you, sell stuff. You left out one uh, important category. What was that? Bankruptcy then. <laughs> yeah, there's always bankruptcy then. You know, that's uh, that, that's where some people end up to. And I know we kind of you know we kind of not deviate, but we're always talking you know different forms, um, you know, and digital currency. It is here now. Whether it's here to stay, I mean, that's a debate, but. I just read an interesting article last night about your buddy, uh, Mr. Mark Cuban from the Shark Tank. And, and I only know because I was personally lost some money. Um, I went to a Dallas Maverick Games back when I was at the conference. Uh, all the fellers went down to uh, Las Vegas and I was in Dallas. Went to a Mavs game and while we were there, they, they want you to sign up for crypto. You know, they had their own crypto company, and uh, I think it's called Voyeur or Voyager or, or something. You've often been a voyeur. Uh, yeah, something like that. And, you know, I, I threw in, you know, my, my 25 bucks, because if you put an X dollar, they'll give you money, and, you know, you want to start trading, which, whatever, I, I get it. You know, it's marketing ploy. Apparently, they went bankrupt today. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so they, they get everybody to throw their dollars in, and, and uh, it, it didn't quite work out. So that would be your bankruptcy then. Bankruptcy then. So was that a uh, owned by Mr. Cuban, or was that just oh, no. somebody at the at the event? No, no, was... Mr. Cuban was was one of the owners of the company. So Cause a lot of the times you go to those kind of things and it's hey, you want to win a, a timeshare, or yeah. a free car and stuff, and it's just throw your name. I would always throw in uh, you know a random phone number that ended zero one zero one. I mean that was always yeah. One of those you never. Uh, <laughs> If you ever go to an event and they're trying to tell you that you can win a car or, you know, dream vacation or whatever, you're you're uh, not getting scammed, but you're going to get a timeshare or some presentation that's not going to be beneficial to you. And uh, my advice would be uh, 
sign one of your friends up and, and get him some phone calls because, you know, Pel- uh, at least you'll have some entertainment out of it. Pelican pie is always always a fun thing to get. I always bring it to the party. I, I will tell you, if going back, I mean, <clears throat> you know, we were, we were poor. You know, we, we didn't have a lot of money first getting married out. Uh, you know, going to the Blue Man Group or, or Celine Dion or, or, or uh, Danny Gans. You know, those are all things you wanted to do in Las Vegas, but you couldn't afford the tickets. But, boy, you sit down for that hour and a half uh, timeshare, you know, spiel. that You gave your free tickets. I mean, you got to say no a lot, which you know, my wife's pretty good at. Um, you know, we, we got a free Blue Man Group for doing the uh, timeshare uh, video. They uh, they know where to pressure. They know where to hit. Like uh, we we went to a few of those ourselves. Same kind of scenario. And it's uh, you know they're your best friends there at the first and happy as you could ever be. And then uh, you know where's your dream location? They they build it all up oh, to yeah. you. And uh, all of a sudden, yeah, it's uh, well, man, you're never gonna see that day in your life. You're you're basically losers for coming in here and wasting our time. And you just you know here's your tickets. Here's your tickets. <laughs> get out. Well, I mean, it's not just get out of here though. You have to go through like oh, it's yeah. like a. It's like playing Super Mario. So there's like three tiers to the level before you can get out, and uh, and you leave, and you might need a little marriage counseling afterwards. <laughs> but you get your you get your Blue Man Group tickets. I don't know if I would. Well, it, obviously now I wouldn't do. It, but I maybe we ought to just do it just to go fun, you know, just to enjoy ourselves, like like your, your brother the shark does. You know, just go down and, and kind of rustle some feathers and, and just you know kind of have a good time with it. Just because we're on a podcast, I'm gonna give you out a little secret. Okay. And I haven't tried this because I won't go back and sit through them. But like you're saying, maybe it'd be fun to do. I hear the secret is they'll ask you where your dream location is. Uh-huh. You say somewhere in China, like Shanghai or uh, oh. Beijing, something like that. Yeah. Now, they don't have any properties in China, believe it or don't. Okay. And so uh, all of a sudden, they're, they're all out of ammo because if you say, that, well, that's the only place we've really ever wanted to go or discuss traveling to. They can't sell you anything because there's nothing there. Ah. Now, they might try to get you to Chinatown, you know, maybe down in San Francisco or... Moscow. Or, or somewhere like Moscow, <laughs> Chinatown. Yeah, wherever. <clears throat> yeah, if you wanted to go to Moscow or, or the Ukraine right now, you'd yeah, probably, throw key, it on that. Yeah. <laughs> probably throw it on the same thing. But uh, you throw out some weird, exotic, not uh, not naturally a vacation spot for a lot of people. And uh, they're just kind of like, here's your tickets. We're all out of ammo, supposedly. Okay. That's how that goes. I don't, you know, try it out. Let me know. Maybe we had to do that in December when the fellers go down. Hopefully, hopefully you can convince the crew to go back down if we get a chance to go to the Pac-12 championship. Sounds like that was one of those trips to remember. Well, it's going to be one of the last Pac-12 championships, <laughs> so uh, it's going to be one for the ages. Wish we had our tickets on that one. Yeah, that that would be a good one. So, I, I want to tell you a couple different things. Like I said, we're coming back from a a, a little uh, hiatus, little summer summer trips. Um, was up in Oregon for, for uh, 11 days, Seattle, Oregon. Um, I will tell you something, you know, I, I've got my drink. You know, I, I've got my, my, my morning routine. I got my, my uh, go-go juice. I, I get a, a Diet Mountain Dew with uh, pebbled ice in a foam container with, uh, you know, a couple squirts of coconut. You know, that's just, that's what I get. That's what you do. Can I tell you something? For 11 straight days... We would go to different gas stations. And it's got to be fountain drink. It can't be in the bottle. Got to be fountain. 11 straight days, we'd go to a different gas station, just praying and hoping. I found one place in, in the whole state of Washington and the whole state of Oregon that had Diet Mountain Dew on the fountain drink tap. And, and even when I went and got it, it just didn't, didn't have the right blend. So I went a long time without the beverage of choice. So I was a little cranky. Not going to lie. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm a little cranky because uh, 
If only you knew somebody that knew the, knew the layabouts. Or, or Buddy Waddy. You don't think Waddy likes a, a Diet Mountain Dew? Waddy probably does appreciate a Diet Mountain Dew. And on tap, you don't think he knows where everyone in that, that uh, area is located at? He, he's probably hunted it down. We stayed right there at Pike Place. We didn't go much further away from there, which I'm not going to lie. We stayed at a great Airbnb. Going back a couple years ago, D-Roy had a little experience at an Airbnb down in Hollywood, uh, Florida. And I and I kind of gave him a hard time because I'd never stayed in Airbnb prior to that. Um, I like it. You know, we had a good time. We stayed in this really nice condo. But you never like the fact after you get it booked and they kind of send you a message that says, hey, people there don't like it being an Airbnb, so don't let anyone know that don't it's an Airbnb. Don't let anyone know that you're uh, not, not here for the long haul. Yeah, but it was a great time. Like it, we were literally right across the street from Pike's place. Well, I gave I gave you a list of things to do. Wait, we did. Did you hit the little donut place? We hit the little donut place. Um, I'll give people a tip: little donut place there in Pike's place, right, like right next to where they throw the fish. Um, they have several different flavors. Original hot is the only one that's really worth it. You know, the the little round cinnamon ones. Man, I'm making myself hungry right now. Yeah, did you did you eat some fish? We had some fish. We had uh, um, oh, we had some great mac and cheese, like really, really good mac and cheese. Even got uh, you know a real gyro, gyro, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Um, had some really, really good uh, from our boy Painter. I I don't even know how to pronounce them, like dip some or or, or, or something. It's basically like a. Uh, a Chinese or Japanese a little, little or dumpling. Yeah. Dumpling, yeah, yeah, dumpling. I, I don't want to, you know, what? You don't offend nobody. I, I don't. Wanna... I know your dream locations go over to Beijing. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. So we had we had some of those. Got my boy to try it. You know, we had a really really good time while we were. Getting a lot of good food there. A lot, a lot of good. A lot food. of weird shops in the Pike Place. There, there were. There was kind of one of those creative, like weird places that my kids. We walked by and it had like some weird. You know, triple-headed goat, and my kids, nah, no, we don't need to go there. Oh, you there. go there? No, no, we, we walked uh, by. That's, uh, that's been there for a long time. They moved locations. Yes. I can't remember the name of that place. Curiosity but something. Yeah, the Curiosity Shop. Yes. They got a mummy in there. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a good place. I, I didn't need my kids coming home with, you know, nightmares. It, it was already, you know, it was a rough sleeping situation, let's say that. But we did get uh, down the coast, Astoria, Oregon. That was probably my favorite. They got this big ginormous bridge that comes across from Washington to uh, Oregon went uh, the Mr. the MR Durbin uh, Mr. Durbin he gave me a detailed uh, itinerary for down the coast and it was a great time not gonna it was a great time had some really good restaurants went and saw some starfish he told us what time was high tide low tide That's uh, good to know. went and hung out there at the the beach in Florence and man we had a good time it was it was really good well, did you pick up anything on your journeys? We we, we stopped at a couple places. Um, my son wanted to go to more than my wife did. Uh, we went in. We, we stopped at a couple different um, Goodwills. There's some nice places out there. There's some nicer uh, uh, thrifting establishments. We didn't get into any of the, the off-beaten ones because there's a lot of, uh, you know, St. Peter's, uh, you know, thrift store or, you know, the, the great whatever different places there's a lot of uh opportunity out there so let's say at best one of the hard things that we just we didn't have much like we had no room we had no room yeah um, you had 15 passenger seat van so here's another story okay <laughs> we get there 
we show up to the airport, and, and the van looks great. Like, we're looking at it, and you can't open the back. Like, the, you, there is no room in the back. The, the last row of seats touches the door. So you have nowhere to put your suitcases. And we had five full suitcases because we were going to be gone a long time. A car seat, you know, a... Uh, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, a little sleeping thing for my, for my, a pack and play for my little boy. We had a lot of stuff, backpacks. They told you just to throw it in the first two rows. And then you kept the other three rows empty. Like that's where your kids can sit. I'm like, well, that's, that's no fun. Um, yeah. Cause you couldn't put your luggage in. And I'm like, I'm not going to throw luggage back and forth and back and forth. Cause we didn't know how to stack it. So we, we, we took the van, we drove there to our hotel in Portland, and it just, we're like, this is stupid. Like, this, we're not going to pack and unpack and do this. And because we didn't really stay anywhere that long, it was continual back and forth and back and forth, load and unload. If we could have put it in the back, it would have been great. So we took it back to the airport, got us a nice Chrysler Pacifica or something. It was a larger, not a larger one, but they had some really good, you know, the way we packed it, you know, we put down one of the seats. My son sat in the back. It was it, We figured it out. We had a really good time. Car did us well. It was better than the 15. I don't know if it was. It, it, for, it, yes. for you. Yes, it was better than the 15. Well, what was Portland? Did you go to the food trucks? Did you hit anything? The Voodoo Donuts? We hit uh, the Comfort something. I can't remember what it Inn was. Inn and Suites? No, <laughs> no, that's where Pelicans got the speed pass. Um, God, now i got to look it up. It, it was, uh, you know, I'm always looking up where, where my boy Guy Fietti is. If he's been there, it's got to be good. If Adam's got some donkey sauces there. Yeah, it's got to be good. So we get there, and it was like, oh, it's in Eugene. We went through Eugene. Uh, so we only spent like a, a day in Portland, and man, there's some homeless issues going on there. <laughs> right, Like the median. So when you get off the freeway or get on the freeway, and sometimes there's a turn, like there's usually like this little little swath of land that's like a little island. Man, there's people with trailers and furniture, like right, literally in the middle of middle of the the, the median, and man, there's some uh, some sketchy things going on there in downtown. But don't let me di- di- digress. Um, in Eugene, we go to this place, and you know, it looks like one of those you know hole in the wall places. There's a lot of people there. We go in to order, and I'm looking at the menu, and I'm like, huh, yeah, I'll take a French dip. And my wife looked at me, and she's like, you know, that's vegan, right? And I'm like. No, guy's been here. I mean, I can see he signed it. I'm like, I got to give it a try. So we got some chili. My wife got a French dip. So everything is vegan at this place. Everything is vegan. It, it's a total 100% vegan. You're in the Pacific Northwest at this point. Yes. I got some hush puppies in. And I first thing I did is I, you know, they got the hush puppies first. They were good. They were really good. And then the mystery meat, plant-based, not meat, comes out in the French dip. And, and I had a couple bites and my wife looked at my reaction when I took a bite and she just said, no, my son didn't do the chili. Well, my, even my daughter with her chicken conglomerate, whatever it was, it did not work out well for us. So we threw that, you know, we, we took care of that. And then we went over to McDonald's and had a good time. You went from the vegan, from the Eugene genius to the, uh, the the McDonald's yeah to actually have some food yeah so, so it's pretty sad when you're giving up when you call McDonald's the food the yeah the 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 substance I guess the real meats the the real yeah, the, the real the, the questionable we tried to get the pizza but that location didn't have the pizza at McDonald's 
Yeah, it's uh, it's a mystery. It's a real mystery. <laughs> so no, we had we had a great time. It was some some good uh, opportunities to see parts of the world that we never seen before, and you may never see again. You uh, never know. Yeah, we you know it's it's one of those things. It was a locational vacation. I really liked it, um, but it was cold and it was rainy and. Uh, you get me homesick now. I, I got a lot of places I want to go in the, in the United States, and we checked those off because my kids have never been there. So good time had by all. So how many uh, days total? Eleven. Eleven days. Eleven days. It was a good trip. We we came home, and uh, my wife contracted the COVID somewhere, and uh, that was on. We got home. Went. To, I came to work Monday, and then on Tuesday, my wife tested positive, and she was really, really sick. So I played 100% full-on Mr. Mom for like five days, and... Then uh, she got out, and then two days later, my son got it, my other son got it, I got it. So it was uh, it was a rough go for a while, but we're we're back on the mat, back, back on back on board, back on board. So that that was our uh, you know kind of COVID relief there, D-Roy. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's anything anybody ever wants to go through or deal with, but unfortunately, the world that we're in right now it happens. No, it, it does, but. Uh, I, I will release some information on, on uh, the upcoming uh, episode. Uh, I've got something really big in play, like really big, and I am pumped about it. Um, I, you know, like I said, I look at it now, I think about the cards that I've sold, the volume that I've sold, the dollar amounts. We're always ahead of the game, and I feel really, really good about uh, what I've got in the, in, uh, in the, in the fire here. Hello. Poker in the fire, and I think uh, I think uh, we'll just we'll just keep on recording. We'll we'll close this baby up. We'll get another, so we know you have at least two new episodes coming. We're, and once you've heard this, you know there's another one coming. We we got some good stuff going. So that being said, Mister D Roy, there are two things in life that are for certain, and that would be death piles and taxes. <laughs>